Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm a little bit quiet. I'm doing this podcast a little bit early at the time of this recording. So I gotta keep it a little bit quiet. This is at the time of this recording before... Auto Archives and Haggerty's F1 viewing down at the Golden Haggerty office. And by Golden, I mean Golden, Colorado. So yeah, it is, at the time of this recording, it is 5.53, and it is intensely foggy outside, which is a, it's a little bit strange. It's not the first time this has happened. Uh, it, it's still pretty impressive. New Aventador SVJ will be Lambo's last non-electrified V12 supercar, which is kind of sad, actually, but more or less understandable. Bugatti Veyron rear-wheel drive conversion is beyond crazy, yet ideal for donuts. Ford still chasing parties involved in 2017 GT Meekum auction sale. Man legally becomes a woman to save 841 annually. $841 annually on car insurance and it might not even be dollars because this this person's from canada but still that's a lot of money to save but i don't think it'd be worth the medical change the or the medical cost for the change 2019 land rover discovery sport will gain fev version as well vw can't be planning a, a plug-in hybrid beetle soleil in its life can it and quite honestly maybe because i mean look at the challenger People say, oh, well, they're not going to do a 707 horsepower or a you know, 600 plus horsepower challenge. That'd be insane. You know, it's almost, you know, at the time, 2011, 2012, it would be almost five years old now or, you know, give or take, even 2014. And and, and he was still, they're still rolling out stuff, you know, even with the demon, like, oh, well, the challenge is up. They're not going to roll out. And look at where we are. They're still rolling out new models. So I'm not saying it's likely for Volkswagen to do it. It's not, but it's not impossible. And frankly, I'd be interested in seeing it. Vauxhall CEO finds sports cars a challenge. Better stick to SUVs then. Citroen Space Tour Rip Curl. Why not just call it a bicep curl instead? Oh well. Crosses over to the UK. Starts from 34,700 pounds. Or nearly 40 grand, which might be a little bit much for a van. BMW M Boss says manuals don't make sense, but we'll stick with them. I mean, in some ways, automatics don't make sense, because why get an automatic when a manual for a time, I mean, not anymore, but for a time was cheaper and more efficient, but here we are. So, while manuals make, they may not make any logical sense, they make, I'd argue, a fair bit of emo, and when I say emotional sense, I mean in the fact that in some cases, manuals can be funner to drive, they add a little bit of um, driving engagement, and so on and so forth. So, they don't make any logical sense, especially not now. There's nothing, I'd say, inherently wrong with manuals either. Infinity announces updates for 2019, drops the Q70 hybrid. Ford could potentially be considering a focus-based pickup for America. I kind of hope not, but if they did end up doing that, what I suppose what would happen is the mini-truck tr craze would be lit on fire again. Hyundai could be getting ready to rock after securing Styx nameplate and Styx like river sticks, not sticks as in a stick floating down a river. Ironically, the river sticks. Anyway, mean Audi Q3 prototype attacking Nürburgring's apexes and sounds like an RS model. BAC Mono says Goodwood hill climb record at the hands of a 61-year-old racer. 
That's awesome. A Ferrari hatchback is a cute idea, but it will never exist. Unfortunately, if any of you were watching my Twitter, you'll, you'll, you'll have seen that post I made about it, and I actually really wish Ferrari would make it, because at the very least, this case, the case study looks great. It looks fantastic. Eurospec Honda Civic Diesel gains a 9-speed auto for the first time. Sad's new limited Leon ST Cooper Carbon Edition is one hot hatch. 2019 Lexus RC Faceup will actually fix one of its most controversial points. Apparently, it'll ditch the split, split headlights. Waymo has completed over 8 million miles of autonomous, te of autonomous testing. 2019 Lexus ES is a cheaper alternative to executive sedans and has been priced from $39,500. So cheaper in the kind of relative sense, but probably cheaper in the actual sense of, compare, you know, once again, compared to other, other luxury sedans. Peugeot gets techie with new 308 Special Edition. 2019 Porsche Cayman GT4 is the 6-pot 718 you've been waiting for. Audi e-tron getting Gaior produced electric motors. Lexus LCF is happening. Here are the first photos of new performance flagship. Ola Vol 05 RR Mexican supercar. Well, like track car, but anyway. He's now available in Forza Motorsport 7. Which I could try it out, but I, I'd have to wonder how it compares to the uh, to the BAC Mono, the Ariel Atom, and a few other the track weapons. Lamborghini Huracan Super Trofeo Evo 10th Edition is a special edition for the track. Chevrolet shows off the Silverado's new Durabed, and it comes up and it comes with 21 tie-down points, which is pretty impressive. 2019 Audi e-tron debuts September 17th. Reservations will cost $1,000 or $1,000 something. 2020 Porsche 911 GTS spotted could have around 480 horsepower. Scuderia Cameron Glickenhaus looks to win Le Mans with new 007 and it might not actually be 007 it might be just 007 LMP1 car. 2019 Mercedes AMG GLE 53 spied gets 457 horsepower electrified straight six engine. Lamborghini drops Aventador SVJ's onboard video of new Nürburgring lap record. Pagani enthusiasts use uses a Lamborghini. It's like a Pagani Zonda Evo, but it's Revolution, like it's Revo L U C I O N. So really weird way to spell Revolution, but Zonda Revolution to divide his Miami condo. Basically, he made his car wall art by making it kind of a horizontal wall made out of Pagani. Essentially, it's kind of cool, but I can't help but feel like even with the probably small amount of tracks around this area it still could have been used on a track somewhere it still makes me sad and by the way that lamborghini Aventador svj it set a time a of 6 44 or 6 minutes 44 6 minutes 44 seconds and 97 milliseconds compared to the gt2 rs's 6 minutes 47 seconds and 3 milliseconds give or take it's about three seconds faster which is pretty incredible no matter how you slice it. Land Rover, Land Rover could hug tarmac instead of trees with Road Rover. JLR has trademarked this nameplate, which could be a pointer to the future, to a future non-SUV Land Rover. I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like Range Rover could have non-SUV vehicles. Land Rover probably couldn't, but Range Rover I think could. But and, the, and this rendering is actually basically a Jaguar XE with a Velar face on it. It's it's actually really appealing. I kind of hope that they go that. They probably won't, 
The design team probably won't end up going that way, but I wish they would because it looks great. Tesla owner finds Model S too family-oriented. Pre-orders a Porsche taken instead. Thieves strike FCA again, make off with six of the company's muscle cars. That's a big shame. Facelifted Sanyong Turismo is not the prettiest MPV out there. Although, unfortunately for Sanyong, none of their cars really are. Although, of course, there's going to be someone who likes a Sanyong, and hey, more power to them. Upcoming Audi RS6 to retain its 605 horsepower figure, report says. 2018 Mazda CX-5 price from £24,795 in the UK goes on sale August 31st. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed this, and I will see you all after the break. Are you uninsured or underinsured? Can't afford the high premiums of health insurance? Would you like to save money on your out-of-pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at http colon slash slash www.ownyourhealthcare.com slash alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at 303-576-0670. Our plans are available in 42 states. Hello, we are back. High-end teases Hot i30 and Fastback ahead of its official debut later this year. 2019 Ford F-150 Limited offers Raptor power in a more upscale package. 2019 Cadillac ATS-V Coupe is actually a better is actually a better value despite its $4,000 price hike. People don't talk about the ATS-V that much anymore. It's kind of a shame. I'm not very much I'm not that into GM vehicles, but I do find the ATS-V fairly fairly interesting. BMW is bringing something new to Monterey, and it's probably the Z4. Mercedes reveals smaller 2019 A-Class sedan for the rest of us. And no, it's not TV show. I'm just saying that, you know, for us peasants who can't afford a C-Class, an E-Class, an S-Class, and all the rest of the posh Mercedes, <laughs> whatever the plural is, you know, they have one for the nearly every man. Genesis tops J.D. Power's annual appeal study, leaves Porsche in second place. Ford teases three new models, including the Escape, Explorer, and Baby Bronco. Toyota's president wants three sports cars. One might slot below the 86. Another day, another another Civic Type R track record, this time at er, Estoril. Lamborghini CEO talks about hybrid Huracan and Aventador replacements. 2020 Toyota Land Cruiser to have Land Rover Flare? Japanese render thinks so. Range Rover gets a more potent twin-turbo diesel for 2019. Lamborghini teaser says Aventador SVJ will offer best handling. Ford GT production falls behind schedule. Multimatic says it'll complete every order. Skoda luxes up the Kodiak with range-topping Lurin and Clement edition. What What the mess are those names? That's sad. McLaren Speedtail will be a road-going F1 car with hybrid power, and that is not the first time or the last time we'll ever see that sentence. I mean, look at the Mercedes Project 1. I'm still waiting to see, re- you know, reviews of that. 2019 Audi Q3 revealed new small luxury SUV grows and embraces its sporty side, although I'm not really a fan of the headlights. Volkswagen poaches BMW's per- purchasing chief again. But what for? Lexus makes an LFA art car six years after production ended. See, that's the kind of dedication I wish Dodge had with the fire. I, I wish they'd still make some. I mean, they probably won't, 
But I'm, I mean, still, I wish they do something with the Viper even a few years after its production. Because just because the car's not, just because the car's out of produ- out of production, doesn't mean it's gone out of the hearts and minds of enthusiasts worldwide. 2019 Porsche McCann faceoff arrives with Panamera Tech and refreshed styling. Porsche D- GT boss talks us through the 911 Speedster concept. Australia has a new racetrack, and Porsche has already claimed the lap record. Apparently, it's called it's called the Bend Motorsport Park in South Australia. Sounds the name's a little weird, but sounds promising. Guyon teases its first electric vehicle will have a range of up to 435 miles. Once again, that is getting with the program in terms of mileage. GM launches Turo Competitor, allows owners to rent out their personal vehicle. 2019 Honda HRV starts at $20,520 and ditches the manual transmission. Rare Ford GTX1 Roadster is coming up for auction at Monterey. Mercedes AMG GT4 sedan starts from 150,119, I'm assuming, euros in Germany. Two Corvette Z8, no, C8 prototypes caught playing tag with a new ZR1. Mahindra unveils new Pininfarina-designed Furio trucks. You really wouldn't be able to tell that they're Pininfarina-designed at all. New Kia Seed gears up for UK debut, has $18,295 starting price in pounds, or what probably would be $22,000, so once again, not bad. 2019 Mercedes AMG GLE 63 sheds most of its camo to reveal a familiar look. Formula One race in Miami delayed until 2020. Take as long as you like, I'm still looking forward to it. 2019 Kia Sportage launched in the UK, gains new Special Edition 25 model. No, 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 new Special Edition 25 model. Lamborghini says Aventador SVJ has best power-to-weight ratio. Hyundai Leffel Rogue, odd, concept makes NA debut at Concours d'Elegance of America. Ford GT designer Christopher Svensson. Sorry if I got, got it wrong, but I think I got it nearly right. Unfortunately, he succumbs to cancer. Tell you what, he did a really good job designing the G... Or, him and his team did a really good job designing the GT. It might not be the throwback that everyone wanted, but it's still a, a really good-looking design. Watch the new Audi RS4 event lap the ring in 7 minutes, 58 seconds, and 52 milliseconds. Lexus RCF GT spied with an assortment of carbon fiber components. North American International Auto Show officially moving to June in 2020. 2019 Toyota 86TRD Special Edition unveiled with Brembo Brembo brakes and sporty body kit. BMW X2 fails to to score an award with the IIHS overhead restraints. Now you can save up to $3,000 on a new 2019 Chevrolet Camaro. Next-gen Mitsubishi Mirage to morph into a Nissan Juke-based crossover. Tesla asking suppliers for cashback to help turn a profit, says the Wall Street Journal. 2019 Mercedes A-Class sedan has the lowest drag of any production vehicle. Well, among today's production cars, anyway. Ford Transit facelift spied could be offered with all-wheel drive. Seat Taraco flagship SUV T's debuts on September 18th. VW's installing electric vehicle chargers for all across Canada. Marcione's successors to prepare, to prepare to spin off another part of FCA. Aston Martin's new plant on track to start producing SUVs next year. And wait, SUVs? Oh, that means not just the DBX. Oh dear. But that also means we caught up with last week's news. And with that, I'll see you all after the break. Are you uninsured or underinsured? Can't afford the high premiums of health insurance? 
Would you like to save money on your out-of-pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at http colon slash slash www.ownyourhealthcare.com slash alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at 303-576-0670. Our plans are available in 42 states. Hello, I am back. Well, came back from Haggerty, came back from the race, and let's talk about the Hungaro ring. I forgot that this is a circuit I actually watched last year. It was either last year or two years ago, one of the two, so I do actually, I did actually know the circuit to some degree. The race was pretty good. What happened to Max was, it was a really big shame. And, and then came all the cursing, and I'm like, dude! Dude, you don't want what happened to Vettel's happened to you. Because I thought Vettel got a penalty for excessively cursing on, on the team radio a little while ago. In fact, I think it was last year. So is Max going to get the same penalty? Is, is that what's going to happen? Because I'm not saying it should happen, but I would think for the sake of con for consistency in the rules, it would happen, right? This, this would be a thing that would happen. But even then, the interesting thing about that is that we were getting... Christian Horner was talking with the commentators. And apparently he cursed when Max got got into the accident. And we were all shouting because it was a big deal. I didn't hear it due to all the screaming. So, and, and trust me, I'm trying to find it right now just to actually confirm that that is what happened. I mean, the commentator said it, but I want to hear it for myself. Uh, yeah, that was... And I, and I say accident. It's when the engine let go. That was a shame. The rest of the race, there wasn't. They didn't really cover a lot of the midfield midfield battles. I have to admit, and I and I'm not so sure there were a lot of midfield battles in this race, even with even with the addition of DRS later on. So yeah, as I was saying, not a lot of not a lot of midfield battles that were covered. Anyway, uh, uh, Fernando Alonso did really, really well. He did. And by really, really well, I mean, he got something like 7th, and he didn't DNF. That That's really good, especially for McLaren, um, I think it's McLaren-Renault now. I mean, no one really says McLaren-Renault, but I think that's their engine supplier. But even still, Van Dorn, unfortunately, he had problems. Van Dorn had gearbox issues, and right near the end of the race, I think 20, 20 or 15 laps left, had gearbox failures, and that... That, that was bad. That that kind of sucked. Okay, the two-force India squeezed uh, Williams. I don't know if it was Lance Stroll or Sergio, Sergio Perez, but there was basically a force India sandwich with the Williams in the middle. And or, yeah, with the Williams in the middle. And I say no one got unscathed. There were a lot of really, really close calls with that one. Daniel ended up doing a really, just, in, in, you know, speaking of more Red Bulls, Daniel, he went from 12th to 4th. I mean, it kind of took him the entire race, including, you know, probably including pit stops. But that's still, that's remarkable. And he was dive-bombing the mess, the utter mess out of everyone into turn one. It was awesome. It was crazy, but it was absolutely awesome. Just watching him. It was, like, it was a lot like Shanghai, actually. It was a lot like a repeat of Shanghai. Uh, 
Yeah, and then skipping a little bit further ahead, Valtteri got into the back of Vettel, which actually didn't hurt him that bad. Okay, side note, I just found it. Okay, so I forgot about this part. Once again, later on in the race, this was before. This was either before or after. No, this was after the Vettel incident. Ricardo caught up to Botas. He tried to do the dive bomb into turn one. Botas tried to maintain an even gap. Or I say that. He tried to hold on to his place. He had wing damage already. And he understeered into Ricardo. That that's where Christian Horner uh, kind of cursed on the on the radio. On if anything, on his on the commentary because he was talking with um he was talking with the guys in the commentary box. The mid race was. I'll be honest. I was actually checking out Williams Cortina. So I missed a I missed a I think a small bit of action mid race, but the end the beginning and the end were was where everything just utterly fell apart. It was it was a pretty good race. It's a shame Max went. Because that it would have been interesting to see Daniel and him fight, but Vettel. I lost my head when Botas ran into the back of Vettel, and then I lost my heart when he ran into when he ran into Ricardo. That was a that was a slightly heartbreaking moment, but it it was still exhilarating. As per normal, Brendan Hartley. I don't. As far as I, I don't even know what place he got. I think it was probably outside the top ten. As it. Unfortunately, typically is. Carlos Sainz, I think he... I mean, he got dumped by Ricardo and everyone else in the field. But for a time, they were doing pretty good. Romain Grosjean... Romain Grosjean supposedly took Fernando under the under the virtual safety car. And now that I look back, I don't think any other action was taken on that. We haven't heard anything yet. But, I don't know, it just looked like Fernando was sleeping and Romain got him good. Daniel fought... The fight between Daniel and Alonso, that, that was a good fight. That, that was a good midfield fight. And I really thought, I really did think he was going to get him on the outside when he tried to attack, when he couldn't get him into turn one. I thought he was going to try and get him on the outside of turn two, but he couldn't make it stick. That was a, that was a good fight. It was short until he, you know, ended up passing him afterwards, but that was a good fight. Kimmy, Kimmy did pretty good. I, I was kind of disappointed because the way it was looking out when the race started, it looked like it was going to be a repeat of the last race. I can't remember what the last, it was, it looked like it was, was going to be a repeat of Silverstone. It wasn't quite so staggered in terms of the teams, you know, Mercedes, Ferrari, Mercedes, Ferrari. It wasn't like that it was Mercedes, Mercedes, and Ferrari, Ferrari. And that, and that, that's not to say that that can't produce interesting results. It just didn't this time because uh, Vettel, he ended up falling back. Kimmy ended up falling back. Botas was able to hold them off so that Hamilton could run away with the lead. But Botas had a, he had a tough race. I mean, even if he placed relatively well, it, even if he placed relatively well, he had two accidents in the span of at least four laps uh, near near towards the end of the race. And that that's disheartening. That's disheartening. And it it's even disheartening. I'd say it's even disheartening for Daniel because I don't think he could have gotten into third from that point in the race. But having the car needlessly get damaged like that, that hurts. Uh, that that's It's very unfortunate. Uh, yeah, the tire strategies, less of, an, less of an emphasis, I feel. I mean, there are people obviously trying to go with their longer strategies, but I think it came more down towards when they pitted rather than the condition of their tires. Although, to be fair, Botas held off the Ferrari duo from Hamilton, so that's probably why he got away pretty fine with the pitch strategy that they ran. Botas more or less was having Sebastian was having Vettel troubles from from Silverstone. He, you know, he couldn't he couldn't break in time. Whereas Daniel was on it every single time. I mean, I'm telling you, that man was on a mission. He was he was incredible. This was 
this was a good race. I'd say obviously not not the best race of the season, but that was a that was a really good race with some really really good battles. So anyway, I hope you all enjoyed this, and I will see you all soon. Later. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at CodyCar, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.